morning. Pastor, obviously, is out of town. Amen. And uh, we miss him. <laughs> He's on his way back right now, though. So, it's a very special guest with us this morning. Uh, I don't know how many of you know, but Sister Rebecca was engaged recently. And so, Brother John is uh, nestled up beside her this morning. <laughs> Amen. And uh, Brother Nick, you've been there too. And uh, I'm just seizing. But um, And then I've got a special guest. I brought somebody special with me to church this morning. Andriana Suarez and her sister. And uh, they came all the way from Colorado. And um, I appreciate them being in service with us this morning. And... Um, Marissa is her sister. I didn't say her name. So uh, I would introduce y'all to everybody else, but it would take too long. So you can meet them afterwards, I guess. I mean, it's also great to have each of our uh, other guests as well this morning. I appreciate you stopping by and being with us this morning. Revelation chapter 22, verse 16. <clears throat> it says, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star and the spirit uh, and the bride say, come and let him that heareth say, come. Let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Amen. I want, why don't we lay down our Bibles and ask the Lord to help us in the remainder of this service. We need the grace of God. Amen, this morning. Thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to be in your house or to feel your touch, God, to feel your presence in this place that is so real. I don't want to take for granted, God, this opportunity. Pray, Lord, that we could leave this place and allow your spirit to change us. Do with us what you will. God, we yield our minds, our hearts, our spirits, our souls to you this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus, have your way today. Have your way today. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Feel like the Lord's going to do something great in this place this morning. Hallelujah. I feel the Spirit of the Lord moving. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated this morning. Bear with me as I lay a quick foundation. Don't know how long um, I'll be this morning. Amen. Don't have very many pages of notes, but I do have something burning in my heart, so Many times I've, I've seen where that has taken me a little bit longer than, than what I would uh, normally suspect or expect. So um, bear with us this morning. But Jesus in our text spoke, amen, to us and says, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel, my angel with a purpose to testify unto you these things in the churches. Amen. In the churches. Everybody say in the churches. Amen. This angel's purpose 
amen, is to testify unto you, those of you in the churches, amen, these things in the churches. We'll talk about the things in a minute. But the word angel is angelos, amen. We've heard pastor, amen, give us a definition of this word many times. Amen, the word, amen, can be translated as a messenger or one that is sent. An angel is not necessarily, amen, this supernatural being, but it can be, amen, merely a man, amen, sent with a message, amen, for the people of God. Amen, the angel that Jesus, I believe, is referring to in this passage of scripture is a messenger, amen, a man whom God has chosen and sent, amen, to the churches to testify unto them the things that God would reveal unto him. Amen. Amen. And then verse 17 goes on to say, And the spirit and the bride say, Come, and let him that heareth say, Come. Amen. When the messenger, amen, begins, uh, amen, to deliver the testimony of what of the things that the spirit has given to him to testify about, amen, it's the spirit, not the messenger, amen, that bids those that are hearing to come, amen, and draw a little closer. Amen, the messenger, amen, is doing, amen, due diligence, amen, to deliver what he thinks, amen, the message is, but beneath the surface, amen, underlying all of the words, amen, that he can put together in whatever form or fashion, amen, there's a spirit underneath, amen, brewing, amen, and churning, amen, and drawing on the hearts of those that hear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so this messenger, amen, is nothing more than a conduit through which the Spirit, amen, can speak, amen, and bid, amen, those that are hearing, amen. And soon, amen, it doesn't take long, amen, for those that hear, amen, those that hear the messenger and the Spirit, bid them come, amen, they're saying the same thing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. They, they, the spirit and the bride, which is the church of God, we know, know that today, say come. And let him that heareth say come. We have to take this message, the, mess, the message that we are so privileged to hear every time we come into the house of God beyond these four walls. Amen. And repeat, amen, what we've heard. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I, 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 the Bible talks about quenching, amen, the spirit of the Lord. I, I believe it's possible, amen, and this is not in my notes here this morning, but just occurred to me, amen, as I was preaching, amen, that, that when the messenger gets up and deliberates and begins to give what he believes to be, amen, the testimony of God, the message, amen, from God, it's possible, amen, that we can quench, amen, the bidding and the calling of the spirit, Amen, but we want, and I believe you want, amen, just that, the bidding of God's spirit, amen, not only to those that are in this place, amen, but to our co-workers, amen, the ones that we see daily on our jobs, amen, to our family members, those who once knew truth and now no longer are living this truth, amen, friend, we ought to bid to them, amen, one more time to come. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, I feel the Holy Ghost, amen, this morning. I feel like the Lord is going to minister to us this morning. Amen, I, amen, I believe the Lord, amen, was dealing with me late last night, amen, and it was trying to put 
this into Jared. Put this into me, trying to ingrain this into my soul and my spirit. And friend, I want to do the same for you. I want the spirit to bid. It has nothing to do with what I have to say this morning, but it has everything to do, amen, with what the spirit is doing and what your response will be. Hallelujah. It's not enough uh, for the messenger, I mean, to send the message. And it's not enough uh, for the spirit uh, to make the calling and bid them to come. Uh, amen. But those that hear uh, must align themselves, uh, amen, with the same message uh, and say, oh, I want them to come. I want them to, I want them to come. Hey, hey, let those that hear also say come. Let those that hear say come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Bear with me for a, a moment here this morning. The West, amen, the term West in, in context of uh, history and civilization, amen, is, takes on a much greater concept than just a, a direction on a map. When you hear the term the West, I mean, it's more than just you know, when you have a globe in your hand and you're, you're going left, that, that, that is not uh, merely the, the only definition that's ascribed to the word, or to, to the West. I mean, it's, it's much greater an idea than the direction on a globe or map. I mean, when placed in the context of history and human civilization, it represents the idea of an entire continent. Amen. Even... Half of this world, amen, being unknown and foreign to the developed world. Amen. They refer to, amen, the West, amen, as the new world. And, 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 and then you have the old world, which is in the East. Amen. And, and even the most renowned scholars, even the most uh, astute uh, people, amen, they, they, they didn't know, amen, that there was on uh, beyond uh, the Atlantic, uh, amen, another mass of land, uh, amen, through which, uh, amen, the greatest form of civilization would come. Amen. It was unknown to them. Amen. It was foreign. Amen. It was distant. Amen. Until a man by the name of Columbus Amen. Decided to seek funding, amen, for a new spice trade route and thought that he could find it going west. Amen. And so he went west and discovered amen, the Americas. And um, fast forwarding a couple of centuries, amen, this, this land that he found, amen, birthed a new nation. It wasn't a nation of of bloodline or of ancestry, but it was a nation of, of, of common ideas. Amen. These men, and we're, and we're talking about the best of the best, the cream of the crop, people uh, from Europe, amen, that as they migrated from, I mean, Europe and, and Eastern continents into America. Amen. It was only those who had adventure in their heart. Amen. A desire, a longing for something greater. Amen. Than what they had in their current condition. Amen. They weren't satisfied. 
Amen. With uh, the familiar surroundings, uh, amen, which provided some form of comfort, uh, no doubt. Amen. But they were willing, uh, amen, to sacrifice uh, all this familiar, comfortable home life and lifestyle, amen, for a place, uh, amen, a foreign shore, amen, that they've only heard about, that they didn't know anything about, really. And then maybe, amen, some, uh, some of their family members have drifted over there in the past and have written them letters, amen. And, and in the 19th century, we read and see, amen, it witnessed, amen, the great, one of the greatest migrations of mankind, amen, from one landmass to another. Amen. Because of this simple calling, because of a desire on the inside of these, you couldn't really kind of place your finger on it. You couldn't really, amen, define what it was that caused these people, amen, to uproot everything they knew, everything they had, amen, and go wandering across an ocean, amen, into a land they've never seen. Amen. That's what, amen, the West represented. Amen, and that heart, this adventure, amen, their heart, amen, didn't stop when they landed on the shore, amen, but, amen, you can read, amen, about how men migrated even further and further west, amen, into the jungles of America, into, amen, the heart of America, amen, challenging great odds, amen, of wild animals and savages and people, amen, who were uncivilized, amen, And, and these people, amen, with that sense of adventure, sense of desire and, and, and longing for something more, amen, desired, amen, to go to a place unfamiliar to themselves. Hallelujah. Amen. According to the land of the choices, which is a book, amen, about the migration in the 19th century said this, the 19th century witnessed a new discovery of America. It came about not through the daring of a new Columbus, but as a consequence of letters written by immigrants to the people of the old world. It was a progressive and widening discovery that played an important role in the migration of millions of Europeans from their home countries to the United States. Amen. It was a, it was something that's never occurred before. It wasn't, wasn't ordinary in the least. Amen. But these people, because of something that they read about, because of something they heard about, decided, you know what, it may be better over there. It may be better than where I'm at right now. You have to understand that many of these people probably were in poor conditions in their home. Amen. Alexander Hamilton was one, amen, where his, he lived in the West Indies, grew up in the, in, uh, on a farm in the West Indies, and, and had a deplorable situation. His family, amen, be, was, was in dire straits, and, 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 and I'm not going to get into all the details there, but it is what drove him. Amen. From the West Indies, amen, into America, where he was among the founding fathers. Amen. Amen. And, and established, amen, a new nation. Amen. Birthed, amen, one of the greatest nations or the greatest nation on this earth. Amen. Amen. Not founded again. Amen. Not because Alexander Hamilton had, amen, a specific lineage. Amen. Not because he was born into the right family, but because he had the right ideas. Amen, along with the other founding fathers. 
And after, I mean, great deliberation and debate and discussion, I mean, these men hammered out, amen, what we know today as a constitution. I mean, defining this government. Amen. Just, just deal, just think with me for a moment. Amen. This, this point in time, this point in history, amen, when America, when the United States was formed, amen, it was, amen, to them, let me read a quote from Alexander Hamilton. Amen. It was a time in history, amen, that, that was, that was, uh, it was a very pivotal point. Amen. Uh, uh, Alexander Hamilton wrote this in, Federalist Papers number one. It has been frequently remarked that it seems to have been reserved to the people of this country to decide by their conduct and example the important question whether societies of men are really capable or not of establishing good government from reflection and choice or whether they are forever destined to depend for their political constitutions on accident and force. Alexander Hamilton said, we're challenging, amen, an ancient idea, amen, of kingdoms and kings, amen, of monarchy and anarchy. We're challenging, amen, what has been known, amen, for millennia. Amen. And after their success, amen, is what witnessed, amen, the migration of so many Europeans. Amen. Willing to go against all odds for a land that they have only heard tell of. Amen. Willing, amen, to leave all the comforts of their home to go to a land that they only have read about. Amen. And John in Revelation, tells us about a new heaven and a new earth. In Revelation 21, verse 1, he says, And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there, were, there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned, for her husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, neither sorrow nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. And he, sat, and he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. It's not just a new land and a new shore, John. It's not just, amen, a new, a new location, Amen. On the same old earth. Amen. But this is a new heaven and a new earth. Amen. Where all things are passed away. And behold, all things are new. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, friend. Amen. But this sounds enticing to me. I'm interested. Amen. And going and doing whatever I've got to do, sacrificing whatever familiar comforts I must sacrifice in order to make it to that great shore. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. The messenger, John, was sent to us to tell us about a land we can't see. To tell us about a world, amen, that no one else has seen except the Son of Man. Amen, that only, amen, that only a few, amen, that, that only, amen, envision John and the other would be God. Amen, no other man, no other mortal, amen, has seen, amen, this place, this heavenly place, this wonderful place, friend. But oh, I want to go there. I'm not interested, amen, in staying here, amen, when this old world passes away. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And verse 5 of Romans, of Revelations 21 says, He that sat upon the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, Write, for these words are true and faithful. John, I want you to pin this down. Send a letter, amen, to my churches. I want you to let my people know, amen, that I'm interested in them coming. I want my spirit to bid them to come with me. Hallelujah. How many of you want to go there? How many of you are tired of the same old, same old down here? Hey, I'm, I'm, re I'm ready if he wants to come today. I'm not willing, amen, to stay here, amen, any longer if it's his will, amen, to come today. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to make that journey. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but this old world, amen, is not my home. I'm just passing through. Amen. I'm going to a place. Amen. It's a new place. It's a new world. Amen. With greater promises. Amen. Than the ones that were made on this earth. Amen. With greater, amen, days that are ahead. Hallelujah. I'm interested in going. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Listen. Amen. Listen to him as he describes this wonderful amen, place. Verse 18 of Revelation 21. The building of the wall of it was of jasper. And the city was pure gold like unto clear glass. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stones. Man, I... I'm having an overwhelming sense of emotion right now just thinking about this wonderful place. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm telling you, friend, people will fail you. Men will fail you. But our God, this spirit, amen, that is bidding you to come with us. Amen. I wonder how many shipwrecks occurred in the Atlantic as man traveled from one place to another. But friend, amen, our journey from heaven, from earth to heaven, amen, is a promised one. We're going all the way. I said we're going all the way. Hallelujah. Why don't you, amen, join us in this old ship of Zion, amen, as we cross, amen, the great blue over into a land promised to us. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, amen, but I'm ready to climb aboard. I'm ready. Oh, Captain Jesus, call me on board. Please say that it's soon. Please say that we're departing soon. Hallelujah. 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 
Hallelujah. And the foundations of the wall of the city were garnished with all manner of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third of chalcedony, the fourth an emerald, and then the fifth a sardonyx, and then the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, and the ninth a topaz, the tenth a chrysoprasus, the eleventh a jacinth, the twelfth an amethyst, and, and the twelve gates were twelve pearls. Amen. They weren't just, I mean, I've always imagined in my mind, and bear with me for my elementary imagination. I mean, it weren't just, I mean, beaded pearls, I mean, across the top of a gate, but it's one pearl, and out of that pearl was carved the gates of heaven, the 12 gates of heaven. Amen. And every several great uh, gate was of one pearl. And the street of the city was pure gold, as it were, transparent glass. And I saw no temple therein. For the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of it. Amen. They're going to be our sanctuary. They're going to be our place of comfort. Amen. When we go yonder, amen, it's going to be comfortable. It's going to be wonderful it's gonna be holy it's gonna be pure it's gonna be true hey I want to go I said I want to go Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And the city had no need of the sun, neither of the moon to shine in it. For the glory of God did lighten it, and the Lamb is a light thereof. And the nations of them which are saved shall walk in the light of it. And the kings of the earth do bring their glory and honor into it. Hallelujah. Do you want to go yet? Amen. Are you ready to go yet? And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. Amen. Are you tired of the long and desolate night? Hey. I said, are you tired? Amen. Of worrying and frantic, frantic, being frantic about the things of life. Amen. That you have no control over. Over there, no night. You don't have to wait for the morning. It's always morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the gates of it shall not be shut at all by day, for there shall be no night there. And they shall bring the glory and honor of the nations into it, and there shall, be, uh, there shall no wise enter into it anything that defileth neither whatsoever worketh abomination or maketh a lie. But they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. Hallelujah. Listen to what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 2 and 9. Says Rebecca, I'm getting ready to close. As it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. That's why it's important for us not to just know him. We've got to love him. We've got to live for him. We've got to serve him. We've got to please him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. Amen. Can we pray for just a moment? I feel the Lord trying to minister in this place. Holy Ghost, we need you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah, the Queen of Sheba heard of the greatness of King Solomon, his wisdom, his richness, beauty of the nation of Israel. While King Solomon was king, Israel was in its golden age. They had no better time in their history. Queen Sheba had heard how wonderful it was over there. And perhaps she thought, it can't be as good as they tell me. So instead of asking those that have been there, she went herself. She wanted to see for herself. 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 1 says, When Queen Sheba had heard of the fame of Solomon concerning the name of the Lord, she came to prove him with hard questions. She came to Jerusalem with a very great train, with camels that bear spices, very much gold, and precious stones. And when she was come to Solomon, she communed with him of all that was in her heart. And Solomon told her all her questions. And there was not anything hid from the king which he told her not kind of reminds me of another story of the lady at the well come see the man he told me everything I knew friend when we go over there there's not going to be a thing hidden he's going to know everything every question in our heart amen everything that we think about everything that we wonder about he's going to know it all Amen. When we go and ask the king whatever questions, amen, that have, amen, been looming in our minds, amen, as we walk this earth, amen, all those questions will be answered. All those questions will be solved. Wow, he told me everything, answered all my questions. Reading on, and when the queen of Sheba had seen all of Solomon's wisdom, and the house that he had built, and the meat of his table, and the sitting of of his servants, and the attendance of his ministers, and their apparel, and his cupbearers, and his ascent by which he went up to the house of the Lord. There's no more spirit in her. Blown away. She said to the king, it was a true report that I heard in mine own land of thy acts and of thy wisdom. Howbeit I believed not the words until I came, and my eyes had seen it. And King, I want to tell you, the half was not told to me. Thy wisdom and prosperity exceedeth the fame which I heard. Behold, the hat was not told. King Solomon, when I started watching how your servants loved to serve you, when I seen how the, the cups that they bore, even in their service to you, the garments that they wore, and, and the beauty of your palace, and, and everything, I didn't even hear the half of it. If that was true for King Solomon and their kingdom here on earth, Don't you think it's true, amen, for the kingdom 
to come. Amen. Apostle John, I appreciate your efforts in trying to describe for us the land that we are promised. But I, I just got this feeling that we really don't even know the half. We really don't even have the basic concept. We don't really even have, if we could all stand this morning, I mean, we really don't even have the full idea. I mean, just as the West, I mean, to some was merely direction, amen, but to others, it was a new life. It was hope. It was a new world. It was a promise of something to come. Amen. The promise of heaven. Something. Rebecca, we don't even have a clue. You don't even know. But I know one thing. I want to go. And I don't care what it costs me. I don't care what the fare costs. I don't care, amen, what I have to sacrifice, what comforts of home, amen, and familiarity that I have to give. I'm interested in going. How about you? You want to go to heaven with me? Amen. Do you want to go to heaven? If you stay in this old ship of Zion, friend, you're on your way. Come on, we ought to go together. We ought to hold each other's hand together and climb on in. Amen. And go. Hallelujah. Come on, let's worship the Lord this morning. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, I know where I'm going. I know where I'm going. I'm I'm not satisfied in this whole world anymore. I'm not okay with the, the way the environment is, is developing around. I, I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home.